This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Lian. How are you doing? How is your week been so far? Today we are continuing with anxiety. Last week I talked about what anxiety is, and this week we are going into more detail how to live with it, how to deal with it. So the timing for this episode actually worked out quite perfectly because I'm having some anxiety myself right now. So I'm doing all the steps uh, that I'm talking about in this episode while preparing. I'm trying them all on me. And if something doesn't work, I will not include this in, the, in this episode, sorry, because I only want to give you what works, because I don't want you to waste time on stuff that's not working. We all have done it so many times before. And it's quite amazing how things tend to work out. I'm recording this episode later than usually in the week, and I was quite upset with me for not doing it on time earlier, but it turned out it was just what I needed. I needed to develop some anxiety first and then do the episode so that the episode actually can benefit from it. Okay, so how do we live with anxiety? And if you are prone to anxiety like me, there is a chance you will have it while recovering from child loss and other other life circumstances will bring it up. Well, (laughs) to be more precise, it's not the life per se that brings up the anxiety but what we think about our life. But, you know, even me, when I'm not coaching, I do say, and do believe very often that it's life that creates anxiety, not my thoughts. So in my case, I I, I shared with you before in previous episodes how I had the sciatica nerve inflammation, and I'm much better now, much better. But the numbness and tingling in one of my foot and leg is still not gone. So I saw a doctor today and uh, hoping that the doctor will give me a pill or an exercise or something for the numbness and tingling to go away. But the doctor actually said that the numbness might never go away. And also that running might not be something I should do in the future if I don't want to go through all this pain again and not and maybe even in worst case, uh, end up having to do surgery. So after hearing this, I found myself in the ocean of anxiety with no shore in sight. So how do we live with anxiety? Because it could be that it's going to be with you Uh, more or less regularly for some while after child loss, years after it, and also other times in life, um, in situations not related to child loss. It might come, and usually it does come when you least expect it. So first of all, if or when it visits you again, recognize and name it. And this is so powerful and important step because Anxiety thrives on vagueness, on ambiguity. And it has the most power over you when you don't recognize it for it, for what it is, really, an emotion. But when you allow it 
to take over your life and you. But when you recognize, when you name it, you create a separation between you and the emotion. And that gives you the much-needed pause during which you can decide what do you want to do next. So once you've recognized that you are feeling anxious, there are four options available for you to try. And probably you have your go-to mode that you chose automatically. And I'll go through all four of them. And while I'm doing it, see if you can recognize what is your typical way of handling the anxiety. So the first option is to resist or fight it. And this is um, what most of us probably do. We resist, we push it away, we fight against it, we get mad at ourselves for having it. And we also pretend that it's not there, we push against it. And, And this increased tension just leads to more intense feeling of anxiety. So the second choice is to react to it. Um, and, and, and basically, like, by reacting here, I mean acting anxiously, rushing around, yelling, uh, doing things very fast, slamming doors, um, whatever your anxiety is making you do. You've seen anxious people, how they are acting, ordering people around, things like that. Third option is avoiding it. And by avoiding here, I mean um, trying to pretend that it's not there. Ignoring the fact that um, you're anxious right now and doing something instead like eating, drinking, engaging in some mindless activities. Today, looking back at my anxiety, I was somewhere in the middle between the second and third option Today, uh, looking back at my anxiety, I was somewhere in between the second and third option. I was a bit acting it out. And also I found myself wandering around uh, a grocery store looking for something that would comfort me uh, without being close, even close to being hungry. When I had my anxiety after losing my son, I was fighting it. I was fighting it so bad. I really didn't want it. I wanted to be normal. I wanted not to have it. Maybe also because the anxiety I had first years after the loss was more severe. And today I'm mostly facing mild anxiety. And unfortunately, I have trained myself to soothe it, to avoid it with some food or some other pretend busy activity, something that I can do without feeling discomfort. But there is also the fourth option, and it's also available. And even when you don't realize that you are having anxiety right now and you start with acting on it, resisting or avoiding it, like I did today, you can always go to the fourth option at any point when you become aware. And the fourth option is accepting it. And what I mean by accepting is not giving up. It's accepting you for who you are in this moment. Accepting you, the human, having this emotion, not trying to be someone else, somewhere else. And only accepting the anxiety will suck out the oxygen for it. And oxygen is what what it needs, what it seeks to perpetuate. 
And acceptance starts with observing your own anxiety. When you are not your anxiety, when there is you, and then there is emotion that you are currently feeling. And the separation allows you not to be afraid of it, not to think there is something wrong with you for feeling this way. You are not your anxiety. But also don't make the mistake of believing that observing and allowing anxiety will make it go away right away. In fact, it's quite opposite. In the beginning, you might even notice it stronger because you know you are not hiding from it. You are not numbing from it. Because when you tune in, then you start feeling all the bodily sensations, all the buzzing and throbbing. And it's not pleasant. But it's also not dangerous. And most importantly, nothing has gone wrong with you and your life. It's just an emotion. Um, A good example is also a panic attack. When you have it for the very first time, you honestly think you're going to die. It seems that you'll pass out, your heart is stopping, your head is spinning. But when you realize that this is just a panic attack, you can breathe through it. You know this is there, you notice all the symptoms, your racing heart, the sweating, weak legs, dizzy head. But you know it's a panic attack. You're not dying, you can just breathe through it. But how do we accept it? What do we do practically? So here are some tips. First, recognize when you are feeling anxious. And then you can remind yourself that you have choices, actually four choices. And you can notice which choice you are making by default and decide to switch to something else. And then you can remind yourself that the reason you are feeling anxious is because of what you are thinking. And be curious what it is that you are thinking, because sometimes the thought will be obvious, but sometimes it might seem that there is nothing there, that you just wake up with it, or it's just because it's evening. But there is always a thought fighting. And sometimes it's like very, very tiny thought. And when you notice the thought, don't try changing it. And don't get mad at yourself for having this thought, because it's not useful. Just look at your thought, let it be there. And let yourself understand. If you are in a hurry to get out of your emotion, then you are not allowing it. Then you are afraid of it. And that's not useful. Next thing you can do is describe anxiety in most factual form. And what I mean here is to try to describe where exactly you feel it, how it feels. And it's not like, oh my God, it feels so bad but describe how it feels in your body, where exactly you feel it, what exactly does it do, the throbbing, the sweatiness, the heart racing, any any feelings you can pinpoint. And the more specific you can get, the better it's going to be. You can start from bottom of your body and go through it systematically or just tune in and see what you can notice, what I can feel in my body. And then there is breathing. You can calm down your body by breathing. And in order to calm down, you need to breathe in a certain pattern. You can calm down your body when you focus on your exhale and make your exhale longer than your inhale. Do a swift inhale and a long, long exhale. Give yourself a couple of minutes to just breathe in this pattern. 
please don't be afraid if it doesn't feel pleasant. It's not meant to be pleasant, but it's part of the process of tuning into yourself, becoming connected with yourself. And especially after child loss, what we lose, what we lose is connection with ourselves. So breathing, tuning into our emotions is the way how we connect back. And don't expect the emotion to go away completely just now. But know that you owed it, you accepted it, and therefore you are in control. And anxiety never means that something has gone terribly wrong. Anxiety means that you are a human being and you have some thoughts that have brought up an emotion. And anxiety is an emotion that many of us will experience on a regular basis. And it's not a problem until we make the problem by resisting it, by reacting to it or avoiding it. So I really, really want to encourage you to try to accept it by writing down your thoughts, causing it, describing the anxiety in detail in your body and breathing through it. And now you can do it. And when you allow yourself to feel the emotion, you will own it. And even if you remember about all this, about all the good tips post factum the next day, when you wonder what happened yesterday, why did I feel so bad and and why didn't I do anything about it, that's fine too. Rome wasn't built in one day and so we can't change our thinking and our patterns in one day either. Recognizing what happened even post factum is powerful because that's a stepping stone for your awareness that will lead to recognizing the anxiety during one of the other times when it appears. I would love to hear any of your experiences with anxiety and any of your experiences with using any of these techniques because learning how to process emotion and deal with emotion is key skill we need to learn to build a life after travels. That's all for this week. Talk to you soon again. Bye. If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it, and please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here on Instagram, TikTok at Life After A Childless, or you can visit my website, coachlienne.com. That's coach L I E N E.com. And if you'd love to chat, you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website. See you next week.